Welcome to Mystery in the Radio Waves. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIrvin. Do you like black and white movies? Have you any interest in Orson Welles whatsoever? Well, then you might be a fan of what we have in store for you. This podcast has actors and comedians from around Los Angeles perform a classic radio play from the 1950s and then improvise a parody based on that play. Please welcome our main cast, Scott Moore. Emily Clark <laughs> and Daniel Kuna. <laughs> and please welcome our guest supervisors, John Michael Peter, <laughs> guest actress Elry Horner, guest supervisor Eric Pastor. <laughs> And advisor Charlie. It's Mahalik. Yeah. I thought about asking you before when you were figuring out pronunciations, but I was like, maybe she knows it. <laughs> and we're gonna start the play. Yeah. Let's do it. Before I start, this radio play uh, was written and produced two months after World War II. So a little fun fact. Wow. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yum. <laughs> Did you just say yum? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> Elry, you want to start us off? Yeah. I was married in a blue dress that wrinkled too easily and shoes that were too tight when I walked. Just another girl. I got hungry when I didn't eat and tired when I didn't sleep. I was hot in summer and cold in the winter. I opened another cold one as I saw deeper. Bad things happen to other people, not me. Other people were killed and robbed and disgraced and in trouble, so so I could read about in the morning paper. But suddenly, I've become other people, and a million someone else is reading about me. I'd like to tell you how it goes. Harry and I had quarreled that Wednesday morning. I've tried to remember why, but I can't. I've tried to think, but yet, I don't know what's up with me lately. My drinking started getting really bad after the last time Harry and I got into a fight and he sent me to get a routine lobotomy. Well, I wasn't in a hurry to get home after work that day because who's in a hurry to get back to their ball and chain? Am I right, ladies? <laughs> so that Wednesday, I sat myself on my favorite bench in Central Park and sipped from my favorite little whiskey flask. The sky was moody and had a dirty face. I knew suddenly that I wanted to go home and eat some bread. I, I wanted Harry to be there. So I could put my arms around him and feel his warm against me. Because it's warm. Oh, girl. That's good. That's about the only thing that's kept me around. 
I was drunk AF and too eager to get in. My hand was clumsy, all thumbs, and the key wouldn't fit. It dropped to the floor. I stooped to pick it up, and as I did, the door was unlocked from the inside. Harry! Yes? What is it, dearie? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Harry. Not sexy-ass Harry at all. This is a stranger in our apartment. A small, dark woman with eyes like two shiny brown buttons and a pinched little face. Well? I blinked at his stupidly. Well, what is it? I don't want to buy anything. I'm busy. Oh, but you don't understand. I'm... Looking for somebody? What apartment did you want? This is 3B. 3B? Did I stutter? Oh, I, I, I didn't mean I... Yeah, yeah. I won't be much help anyhow. I just started living here. Living here? Lady, are you deaf, sick, or both? I, well, no. No, I... I don't feel very well, actually. I had a lot to... Um... And your clothes? Why, they're sopping wet. You're dripping all over my house. Did you piss yourself? Oh, the rain. I, I got caught in the rain. What are you talking about? It isn't raining. This isn't your apartment. I feel like that's been said more than once now. <laughs> I didn't know crackheads lived in this area. Oh, but you're wrong. It is raining. I, I just, I just... We had a storm a week ago, but it ain't rained like that since Wednesday. Wednesday? A week ago? Oh, no. No. Oh, fuck. Here, here. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't move now. Already not having a great day. Now this bitch and her crazy shit. Never answer the door, Lydia. You know this. I sat on the sofa a week. A whole week gone from my memory. Here. Here, drink this. Thank you. Over the rim of the glass, she watched me. Okay, are you ready to go? <laughs> yes, I think so. Thank you. Want me to call a cab? Why, I... Who are you looking for, anyway? Huh? Uh, oh, friends. Friends, yes. Yes, friends of mine. Harry and Maude Haskin. Haskin? But don't you read the papers? You mean you don't know? Know what? Well, as the kids say, that bitch got killed. We moved in a few days after it happened. My husband didn't like the idea, but an apartment's an apartment these days, right? My energy is already screaming devil bitch, so why not lean into it? Killed? What? Tell me about it, please. Oh, he looked like such a nice young man, too. Like you could tell he'd give it to you good and break a vase <laughs> or two. At least in his pictures. Wait, who are you talking about? Harry Haskin, of course. The murderer, duh. Harry? Yes, he did it with an ice pick right in that kitchen. Don't bother me, though. I can pick. 
Murdered? Wow, you really must be deaf. Is, is that in the paper? Can I see it? Whatever. Been full of nothing else for almost a week. Now, what about that cab, huh? She was right. I picked murderer, wasting victim. The headline screamed out at me. I closed my eyes for a minute to blot it out. Perhaps when I opened them again, the words would be gone. But they weren't. Big and bold as life or death, they mocked me. I took murderer, wait conviction. And underneath the little black letters, piece themselves together to form words. Killer. Kind of hot. Motive. And then they jumped crazy on the page. Oh, there. There was a picture of Harry. Harry, my husband. I tried to read under it, but I couldn't. Oh, maybe I shouldn't uh, let you see that. No. No, let me alone. I'm all right. Let me alone. Okay, this has been fun, but I think it's officially time for you to go. Oh. oh. I'm sorry. You've been very kind. I, I better go. I just remember finding myself in the street again, half walking, half running, wanting to curl up in the pavement and let my head burst into the ache and the fright that was growing inside. I'm back in Central Park again. From out of nowhere, a little boy on a scooter came tearing around the bend. He turned sharply to keep from running into me. I watched him lose his balance and try to regain it visibly. I'm a fireman! Watch out, lady! Hey, lady, watch out! Watch out! He toppled over. He toppled over and fell in a pathetic little heap on the ground. He whimpered like a little bitch. And he's just bleeding. I bent over him, my arms outstretched to lift him to his feet again. And then I remembered. I was dead. I've been murdered by my husband almost a week ago. Then, it was later somehow and really dark. And I was so tired. I guess that's what happens at the nighttime. The sun goes down, there's no more light. God, did he die and make me dumb or what? I found myself back on my bench again. The same bench I've been sitting on earlier that evening. No one was around. Maud? Maud, darling, are you all right? Harry? Harry, you... Oh, baby, I I've been worried sick. Where have you been? Honey, I I'm so sorry about yesterday. I didn't mean to stay out at the guys that late. I know you're still mad, but please come home. Home? Look at your clothes. They're still damp from the rain. That or you got drunk and pissed yourself again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Are you, <laughs> you alright? Rain? Oh, yes. Yes, I'm alright. Oh, good. Come on, then. Let me fill you up a little bit in the park. No one's around. I missed you so much, baby. 
his big, long, strong dick pressed against my ass. My head slaked, so let him leave me with his dick all the way home. This looks awful, doesn't it? I don't know how many cigarettes I smoked. I I tried to sleep, but I couldn't, so I tried the couch. No luck there either. That broken spring didn't help much. I was almost out of my mind worrying about you, honey. I got hungry about three o'clock in the morning, but I couldn't eat. Dirty dishes still in the sink. I know you just got home, and to be honest, you seem mentally frazzled. But it is your job. Oh. I'll wash them. Maud? Darling. Okay, I I know. I I should have been a grown-ass man, as you say, and did it while you were gone. I was just so worried. Maud is just standing in the hallway. Uh, Okay, you're officially being weird. What's going on, Maud? You have to explain to me what's wrong, remember? I'm not a mind reader. I don't know. You're kind of getting too disgusting, even for dumb me. All right. I won't ask questions now because I really don't care. Just put your arms around me tight and tell me you still love me. You want to do that thing I've been trying to talk you into tonight? He held me close to him and he bent his head so it was buried warm and heavy against my throat. I thought it wouldn't hurt because he's pressing me too tightly if I were dead. I couldn't feel this tiny pulse in my throat beating quick and sharp if I were really dead. And you know what? I actually kind of like this choking feeling. Why is this the first time he's doing this? I love you. He was being good to me again. Too good to me. Anything I wanted. Anything. Anything. I didn't trust him. He was too kind. His lips moved with honeyed words like literally all over my body all night long. Okay, okay. I won't say any more from now. The next day. I love you. <laughs> yeah, after I did that thing you've been wanting me to do, you better. Because oral sex isn't transactional, darling. You'll be home right after work? I... Yes. I walked into the front of the building to say goodbye as I always did. But when he kissed me goodbye, the slim tremor of fear went through me. See you tonight, babe. Later that evening. Do you know where I can find the landlady? (laughs) (laughs) It was that woman, the small dark woman with the eyes like two shiny brown Girl, you deaf? Do you know where I could find the landlady? What? What did you say? Ah, forget it. I'm knocking on someone else's door. I'm looking for a place to live. I ain't playing today. That woman in my dream has been living in our apartment. What was she doing here? Maybe it has been more than a dream. Maybe I was thrown ahead seven tomorrows next Wednesday. Maybe by then she'd have her apartment, just like in my dream. And, and then I'd... Darling, that you? Yes. 
Yes, Harry. Got a kiss for daddy. <laughs> that a girl. Your home oh, girl. Oh, oh. <laughs> My Harry. <laughs> Did ya? So did I. I pussy terribly. Come on in. I got a surprise. What kind of surprise? You wait here. I'll only be a minute. I kept thinking. Not a dream. Not just a dream, but a warning. A warning. Oh, but... But that was silly. It couldn't be. It, I heard the sound of, I couldn't be sure, but it sounded like I felt the blood rush up to my face and I, I began to shake all over. I walked into the kitchen. Harry was bent over a small bowl. I could see the muscles under his thin shirt move up and down as his arm rose and fell again and again, like he did last night, but this time he said, on his dick in his hand. He held an ice pick. Maud! You never listen to directions. I said wait out there, you spoiled bitch. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean it. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters as long as you're here for daddy. He put the ice pick beside the bowl and he took me in his arms. And all the time he kept telling me he loved me, I was looking, fascinated, at the ice pick, thin and sharp. The ice pick. Spoil his surprise. Yes. Yes, I'd spoil it. He thought he was going to kill me, but I wasn't going to let him. I wasn't going to let him. Oh, God, I love your ass. And you. Oh, I really love you. I'd, smi I'd smother the lying words in his throat before he could say them again. I'd been warned, and I wasn't going to let him do it. I, I reached out and felt my fingertips creep around the handle of the ice pick. I was strong and safe now. That dream wasn't going to come true. I'd make sure. I held it tightly. And I raised it behind his back and saw it over his shoulder, poised like a serpent ready to strike. Ready. Ready. Darling, let's go into the bedroom, huh? Am I killed you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I done it. <laughs> I done it. I put all my strength into that blow, and the ice pick half disappeared into him. Mud. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, uh. His dick, still behind me, grew limp. <laughs> I felt it fly heavily. <laughs> His long fingers touched around his limp dick. That rhymes with limp biscuits. Huh. Remember that band? What? And then he fell, still holding it in his hand. He was. He was at my feet. 
a red circle of blood on his white shirt, and in that circle, the ice stick. No one saw me leave the house. It was a clear, cold night. Overhead, a plane made its way past the stars. I remember looking at it and thinking, you can't see me. You don't even know I'm here. And that I just killed my husband and left him lying dead on the kitchen linoleum. I didn't care. All I kept thinking was, not me. Not me. It wasn't me lying dead with an ice pick in the back and a limp holding a limp dick. I'd been cleverer than he. I'd done it first. A few days later. I wanted to tell you how it was, Father. It was so hard to believe that it happened to me. Pray for me. I know now what wrong I've done. Dream has come true. It's Wednesday again, isn't it, Father? You literally just said you didn't kill about killing you didn't care about killing your husband. Look, look, Maud, I we've been talking ever since you've been arrested and passed out in Central Park with blood all over you, and you haven't made any progress. You're just a crazy bitch that a man in 1945 wrote. You're not real. If a man from 1945 wrote you this way, it was probably because it was two months after World War II ended, and he was probably suffering from PTSD that caused a rift in his marriage so bad that he was dreaming about killing her, then dreamed that she would have jerked it first and killed him. So let's all bring God into such a complicated situation. I'm sorry, I'm deaf. What did you say? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. Since 45. Yeah. Like, wow, iconic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, original from 1945. <laughs> 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 Edited at all. <laughs> yeah. Not even all, but. Edited by yours truly. <laughs> Great work. Mind all the dick jokes. <laughs> love them. Awesome. I love that old woman though. She's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so mean. I've never recoiled like so much as as far as I can physically remember than at the word did ya when like Daniel said it. In that like in that little he was like Got a kiss for daddy, like that a girl, and then he's like, I hurried, and then he's like, Did ya? You know, you can play a douchebag like no other. (laughs) I was, my skin was crawling. I was so disgusted. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I am disgusting. So. Oh. Into the improv. Great. <laughs> cool. I'm obviously I'm not in improv, so I'm just gonna put a sticker over my camera. So I'll just watch you guys. Hey. All right. Bye. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm just. <laughs> I'm, <still here. laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'm just gonna stop the video. Mm-hmm. Are we just gonna go? Emily, you want to start us off? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Oh my god, there's so much. <laughs> I, got some to, I can I can get us I can get us started if you want. Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um yeah, go ahead. Okay. 
Hey, uh, hey, Maude, uh, I know you have a big day and, you know, you're going to go out drinking and stuff from yeah. Central Park, but uh, I just wanted to, you know, do a quick check in before I head to work, do a, you know, a little re- rundown of my day, just so you know where I'm at. I'm going to yeah, do you uh, tell me about my, you, you tell me about your day, my big dick boy. Okay. Um, well, I just have a, I have a big meeting, you know, uh, one o'clock <laughs> Cooper meeting. And then I have a... I'm going to grab the dry, I'll grab the dry cleaning when, when, when I head home. And also I have a lobotomy. I have another lobotomy at, uh, at six. You have a seven o'clock lobotomy. That's too, that's a bummer. Cause I thought maybe you could pick me up from my six o'clock lobotomy. I'll just pick you I, up when I'm, as I'm going in. Well, what are you, what are you going in? Why are you getting a lobotomy? I didn't expect you to also get one. You don't know all my business. For- You're just, I just keep you around for your dick. Okay. All right. Well, I know you got a whole thing going on, and you're already drinking. So I, I'll, I'll <laughs> uh, I'm going to take off for work. Yeah. Uh, have a great day, honey. Big. Please don't touch my dick, okay? Yep. I'm. Um, I'm trying to head to work. Mm, oh. Hey, hey, mom, mom, dad, are you guys, are you guys fighting again? No, honey, we're making love. No, we're not oh. fighting. <laughs> call nine. Call. Call. Never mind. I gotta go. I gotta we go. Cut to, we cut to the. Uh, okay, I'll help him with school, getting we, there, eating it, whatever. We, you go have your big dick day. We cut to the lobotomy office, the doctor's <laughs> office. Uh, it's it's Harry and Maude, and, and they brought their son. Um, oh, hi guys. Yeah. Well, Harry, I I know you're at six. Maude, I don't have you down here till seven. Seven. We and, just uh, figured maybe we could do a partners thing because it would save us one trip in the car. Okay. For, yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys do like a couples package? Do you like maybe like a you know you could play some music? Like I'll pay for if it's like a ninety minute thing versus yeah, sixty minute. I'll pay for that. While it's happening. Uh, yeah, Maude, my dad hard. bought it in Normandy. That's that's great. That's. I, I know. I, I thank you for your service. Just, thank you. I'm for really service. proud of. Appreciate. It. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Me. I'm sorry to interrupt. Who's the landlord around here? <laughs> Where's the lobotomist office, lady? Yeah. You trying to get deaf? I'm looking for a place to live. Well, ma'am, this isn't. This is a doctor's office, so. Well, you could have fooled me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, uh, Maude is like looking at herself in the mirror in the doctor's office. I uh, recognized that woman before. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, she's off in dreamland again, I see. Always yeah. the same. Nobody helps me out. Nobody cares about the old woman. You know, we're doing a special on lobotomies if you want to uh, pop in from one. You touch He's my great. brain, he- I'll cut your head off. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, I've done great work for these two. They they, they can give you my ref a reference. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go talk to someone else. <laughs> all right, care. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll get you guys in. Yeah, um, we can do that. And uh, I, do you want me to give one to your son as well, or? Well, he's been having a little trouble paying attention. So, do you yeah. think that's good? Yeah, I do it mostly for PTSD. Right. And mod for your drinking. <laughs> right, right. And I can see you're drunk right now. Yeah. Uh, I'll take a lobotomy. You think it could give me um you think you could give me like super strength and flying? Hey, this is not how that works, Jared. Those are comic books. Oh, they just it just cures things like PTSD and drinking. I'm sorry. No, no, it just takes out a it takes out part of the frontal lobe of your brain, so you can't really feel as much. Got it, got it, got it. I'm no, sorry. yeah. I'm sorry. I came in pretty hot before. I'm <laughs> uh, I 
parking validation. Is that, yeah. is you do that? Is that, do I go to you for that? Uh, I felt like I walked out and I was like, I was such an asshole to that guy. And hey, am I going to have to pay for this parking? So I am so sorry. Uh, so can I get a stamp or is it a punch or? Mom, uh, like, mirror again. She's like, oh, I've seen this woman. She, why does she look so familiar? And her beady little rat eyes. Don't say anything, woman. Don't be rude to her. Don't be rude to her. Excuse me. Excuse me, Miss um, Lady. Um, if you'd like, I could take you down to where I think the parking validation is, and maybe on the way we could form an unlikely friendship. That's a <laughs> good trying, idea. You trying to fuck me, kid? <laughs> no. Okay, no. I'm, child, I'm not. I'm not. Best child. I'm not no. falling into that trap again. No way. Absolutely okay. not. No I, way. Uh-uh. I can smell a honey trap from a mile away. Again? I'll just take my parking validation to be gone. Thank you very much. This happened to you before? You, no. <laughs> hey, I'm just going to give you a little bit of advice. If someone young, hot, and sexy starts hitting on you and you're an old woman, it's a trap. This kid is 10 <laughs> years old. I, I'm, and he's got a dick bigger than his father. <laughs> And I oh, hear that, huge. and I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> I want to go against my better judgment and see where this goes, but I know the I biggest, shouldn't. I know that's... Hey, pull down your pants. Show this woman a, your dick. No, don't tell me. the biggest 10-year-old old hog you've ever seen. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Has, oh, his, oh has his family having a dinner at a restaurant together <laughs> later that night? Mm. Um, do you guys want any more water? Are you guys doing okay right now? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I'll take more. I'll take a little more water. Yeah. At the dinner, I I didn't hear. Am I I'm at the sorry? dinner? Am I? Yes. Is Mon at the dinner? Yes. You're here at the restaurant, ma'am. Um, I think you you need some water. We're we're here at the restaurant. You need seven whiskeys and a a coat on fire. Um, could you uh, could you uh, can I ask you a question just real quick before you go grab the water? Um, what's yeah. your ice situation like here at the restaurant? Ice, ice situation. The ice, yeah. Do you have a big block back there that you chip it off, or do you have like a? Are you asking for sanitary issues? I promise you, we get our ice from the best vendors. You know, we have a very clean restaurant there. The ice is very clean. Okay, I promise you. My my dad was my dad was going to my dad was on track to be an international ice star before the before he got drafted into the war. That's why he's he's trying to relive the glory days. Yes, I was uh, on track to become an international ice star. Uh, it's the long That's story. I don't even. It, no, Yanni, everyone knows you were going to be the best, most beautiful ice star in all the worlds. You had legs like a champion. You flew like a bird across the ice, and then your big dick get on, got in the way. And <laughs> that's why I love penis. you. Well, thank you for your service. Um, I'll go get that water and yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I think I'm dead. You keep reappearing and appearing again. You keep yeah. disappearing and reappearing. I know. I think it's, I don't feel like I have a good temporal context for my existence. All right. Last here's time you. Here, here you are. Where are uh, my seven whiskeys? You just. I noticed you're just sitting here with your son. Um, are you? Yes, seeing- I would like seven whiskeys. He will have one of them. Are- What's that? You're just sitting here alone by yourself, sir, with your son. 
Um, you, you're cute. What's your deal? Are you- Is this woman hitting on my big dicked man and giant dicked son? I mean, it's just you and your son. Yeah, yeah. My husband, my, sorry, my wife. Cry. Mm. Oh, no. And I catch that. It's all really hard to keep track of. She's invisible and I, uh, she gets drunk. She also dreams. She's oh, so you are with a wife who may or may not appear at any time. Go slap the waitress. Exactly. Ow, was that for me? No, sorry, I'm bad. Miss hmm? Waitress, there's a lot of there's kind of a lot of crazy rules to my family and a lot of weird situations. But if you want, we could go off and form an unlikely friendship, and I could explain them all to you. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> No, I learned my lesson. I'm going uh, to attack and I'm going to have a smoke and control my urges like everyone else. And you should do. Uh, sir, sir. I, uh, sorry. I couldn't help but overhear a lot of talk about, uh, uh, penises and large penises and things like that. So I just wanted to stop by and introduce myself. My name is Fred Durst and, uh, <laughs> I am starting a band and I was just wondering when I heard that, it just made me think of something like really funny. Like, and so I was wondering if, uh, you would be, do me the honor of being the namesake of my band. Uh, yeah, so it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be your name. Uh, it wouldn't necessarily be any kind of identifying information. But um, you will always know whenever you hear this name that you and your enormous penis inspired this name. Honey, I'd be immortalize your dick. I'd be I'd be what's what's the name? I gotta hear the name. Okay, the name is Limp Biscuit, and it's okay. It's okay because. 99% of the time, right? It's limp, right? 99% yeah. of the time. There's a very, very small limp. window of time in which it's fully engorged. Mm. But the rest of yep. the time, yep. so what that is yep. essentially yep. saying is this big penis is normal, just like every other, it's just large in size. So it's not necessarily a detraction, and it's certainly not meant to be a negative in any way. Why not like a limp, limp scone? I'm sorry, it's gotten very cold in here all of a sudden. <laughs> I feel a cold breeze passing through me. Sorry, that's my ghost wife. That's my ghost. Be careful. Keep an arm's length. She will try to slap you. I'd be honored to okay. to be the name. Excuse, Excuse me, Mr. Durst. Where'd you get that sick hat, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where'd you get your oh, sick yes. hat? Uh, yeah. The Yankees are making these <laughs> red now. Uh, that is sick. <laughs> Uh, yes, kid. Uh, you, had, you had a question. Oh, I was just wondering if you um, if you were looking for any drummers. I just started playing the drums. My dad was teaching me, and you know, if you like, uh, we could go off and I could show you, uh, you know, my drums, and we could Fred, form an unlikely friendship. Fred, he doesn't want <laughs> to be a friend. Yeah, he doesn't want to be your friend, Fred. He, <laughs> as much as you may think that he wants to be your friend, and as much as you need friends right now, and we've been working on that, we've been working on your social skills. This kid is not going to be your friend. We cut to Fred Durst in therapy. So, Fred, um, how did the dinner go? It was a little good and a little bad, okay? So okay. I, got a name, I got a name for the band. 
That's great. Uh, That's great. About, so at least like I have a name to the project and now I just need to recruit the rest of the musicians and yeah. learn how to write music. Mm-hmm. But then there was a problem where, where someone offered to be my friend and I mm. unfortunately had to turn it down and it was very difficult to do. Oh, so. but you've been, you've been trying to make more friends lately, Fred. What happened? Well, this kid was 10. <laughs> and and I also interjected like I tried to, you know, stay away from this kid. I had an encounter with a 10-year-old too and like oh, was just trying to get me on his dick. Yeah, let's open it up to the group. Has anybody else had um has anybody else had an encounter with a a, a 10-year-old kid who wants to be their friend? Okay, can I just say that? I think that's why we're all here. Is we're all <laughs> yeah. have a relationship with kids. That's the name of the group. Yeah, we're stronger together. <laughs> we're anti pedophile. We're like we're together. Yeah. Like so we cut, hard. We cut, we, cut, we cut to after the meeting. Uh Fred Durst is outside talking to a to a dude. Hey man, uh, I never seen you here before. What's your name? Fred? Uh, my, Fred, Fred? Yeah, Fred. Fred Durst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, man. I think I got the perfect solution for you to start, you know, making the kind of music that you want to make. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know I'm actually a lobotomist and I can take care of your, your brain. And I think afterwards you might be able to make some of the, some of the music you're looking to make. Okay. This is actually serendipitous. Cause I got a fucked up brain. <laughs> okay, so, Hell yeah. Sign yeah, me up. Absolutely. Get me in there. Yeah. I think I'm going to direct movies someday too. We cut to Fred Durst at a Yankee game, and a, a little little kid comes up to him. Oh, hey, Mr. Durst. Um, oh, cool hat. You know, they're making them in red now. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Would you, mind, would you mind signing my limp dick? Um, I really like your band and everything. Okay. We, can, we don't have to do it here in the stands. We can do it, like, over there. As much as my name is short enough to fit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What's and that I- supposed to mean? <laughs> What's that mean, Mister? I, I mean, I'm just saying. What? I, I, well, look, I'm walking you through the process, okay? So this is going to end with a no. So just, just know that. You know what? My mom was right. You are an asshole. <laughs> it's not. And it looks, uh, and it looks, Jim, like we've got Fred Durst talking to a ten-year-old fan on the jumbotron. Looks like the fan's trying to get Fred to sign something. Fred, why don't oh you sign wait, it for him? Hey, hey uh, it looks like it looks like Fred Durst is touching that little boy's penis. No, hey, hey. no, 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 no. Uh, we see on the big jumbotron the kiss cam comes up. <laughs> Mister <laughs> Durst, you have to give me a kiss. It's the rules. Penis, penis, kiss you know what? Let's see my first with his therapist the next day. <laughs> okay. okay, last night was that put me in a really difficult situation. Okay, this is crazy. Like we are, we are four months after beating the Nazis, and and <laughs> <laughs> life has just been very complicated. Okay? Well, I think a lot has to do with. Well, your last therapist, from what you told me, sounds like he was very much enabling your behavior. Yeah. Look, you he actually reminded me a lot of that kid. Oh, you're thinking about him now in our session. Wow. You've really gone off the rails, Fred. That's that's not you're not supposed to say that to me. 
I come to a realization that my patient might be a pedophile. I'm allowed to. No, uh, uh-uh, your patient is not. I'm a pedophile. Pedophile. <laughs> I said, I'm a pedophile. I said, I'm a pedophile. Okay. Look, look. I, all I will say is that I find myself often in situations in which young children seem to be throwing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Really laying it out there, and I'm I'm doing everything I can. Look, everything you can, Fred, is completely separate yourself from a child. Like literally, only go places where adults go, where you would never even run into one. I'm sure you must have something like that in your life. Somewhere, uh, places with only adults. <laughs> Somewhere with no children. We go into Fred Durst's <laughs> mind. <laughs> We're in Fred Durst's mind. Hey, Fred, it's me, an ad- an adult rainbow. Oh, uh, hey. <laughs> are you are you trying to solve a problem, Roy G. Biv? Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just that that popped into my head first. Yeah, I'm trying to solve a problem. Look, I gotta find a place where no kids go, but only adults go, okay? Mm. And it can't be a strip club anymore because I bounced a few checks. And so I cannot go back. (laughs) My picture is on the wall. What's wrong with kids? It's a younger version of Fred Durst. Remember me, Fred? (laughs) You used to love love being me. Uh, I got, you know, let's talk about that. When I was a kid, everyone made fun of me because of my backwards Yankees cap. They say it's supposed to be red front ways or worn front ways so it would keep the sun out of your eyes. And Yankees hats are black. But I, I felt different. I know, Fred. Fred Durst, the little rock star, had a very shiny hat. Yeah. Do you want to touch it? Okay. <laughs> what is happening to me? My hat. Fred, wake up. Wake up, Fred. Fred, it's... It's your girlfriend. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Wow. You were having like the worst nightmare I've ever seen you have. Oh my gosh. Are you okay? It was horrible. There was a talking rainbow and then there was a, there was a little version of me who tried to remind me of who I was as a child. And then he said, do you want to touch it? Which seems to be something I'm getting asked a lot lately. Uh, and, and I just want to be normal, honey. I just want to be normal. You know normal. Our anniversary today and you know oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You know what? I knew you were going to forget. I knew you were going to forget because you're a bad boyfriend. I know that. Okay. You have one <laughs> You hang it up on your window. I know. Okay. But that's why I got you a gift. I'm, I'm going to go prepare it in the kitchen. Just just stay here. Okay. Just, okay. just chill out. Okay. All right. Jeez. How did I get so lucky? <laughs> I can forget our anniversary and get off scot-free. I really got to get better at being a boyfriend, though. What does she want? What does a woman want for her anniversary? Hey, hey, Fred. It's Mr. Rainbow. If you'd like, I can give you the power to hear women's thoughts. Sign me up. 
Fred Durst meets Maude the next day at a grocery store. <laughs> what happened to what I get for my anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> We're at the grocery store now, Charlie. We're <laughs> <Come> fine, <on>, okay? <laughs> okay. Go back to that. All right, I'm going back. Okay. Hi, uh, can I... I Hi, can I can I get by you? I'm trying to get some of this uh, steel cut oats. Uh, oh, this guy's an asshole. Whoa! <laughs> Who said that? I don't know where I am. All right, I I just what day is it? What day is it? Well, it's the day after my anniversary, and <laughs> so I would say my anniversary was on a Tuesday. So I'm gonna have to say it's Wednesday. Does your girlfriend look like a, a, a tiny rat eyes and and uh, she she's she the walks most beautiful woman the in the entire world? <laughs> okay, beady rat eyes. I saw her at my lobotomist's office, and she was looking for an apartment. Oh yes, that's my other girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> my other girlfriend is very old, and and. Simply disgusts me, <laughs> but I keep her around because she's very good at finding places to live. Okay, that's exciting. Well, look, I, the these rolled hands are rolled oats. The steel cut oats. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Right. Thank you very much. You I appreciate it. Can you just do me one favor, really quickly? Sure. Just stick your hand through me. I need to see. <laughs> Lady, under normal, <laughs> under normal circumstances, I would be happy to oblige. But I am getting asked to touch and stick my hand in a lot of things lately, and all of it seems to be no good. No, no, no. If it makes you feel better, I know I look like I'm 35, but I am, in fact, 10 years old. Oh, no. <laughs> Where's the cameras? Where's the- I know, I'm being pranked. Cool. I'm being pranked. How about to hammer home with this girlfriend? Okay. Boy, okay. honey, that trip to the store was eventful. <laughs> Well, I know I made you wait all this time because I was like, I have a surprise, but I'm going to wait 24 hours exactly to give it to you. Are you ready? I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I've been anticipating this all day. Okay. I'm about to tell you the biggest thing that is ever going to happen in your life. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm pregnant. You're going to have a kid. And you're gonna okay. have lots of kids because it's three of them. Three kids I'm over the moon about this news. There's a couple of things. One is you said you had to prepare it. And so you said I'm gonna go out of the room. And then in 24 hours, all of a sudden we're having kids. So that's <laughs> I get the test, babe, but I had to get it confirmed by a doctor. I'm oh. sure you might want me to tell you if it was a false positive. Yeah. Like. You, you rushed out. <laughs> you rushed out. Okay. That's good. And second, I'm not supposed to be around kids. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so, so in nine months, I got to move. Well, my therapist says I can only be in places where adults are. So for now, we're good. We can do whatever we want. And so, so for the next I mean, nine like, months. Are you a registered Sex offender? No. 
it's not a sex thing. It seems then that why can you not be around children? Because children are attracted to me. <laughs> they are not. I know it sounds crazy. I know how crazy it sounds. I don't want it. I don't want to be around them. I don't want unlikely friendships with them. I don't want to sign their dicks. I don't want to do any of that. But they keep coming up to me and they keep asking me to do this stuff. And, and, and honey, I promise I would tell you, I would absolutely tell you if I had any kind of attraction to children. But it's this weird thing where they just see me and it's just like magnetized. They're just like magnetized to me. And, and it's terrifying. It honestly is something that keeps me up at night. I'm very scared. I don't want our children to fall in love with me. <laughs> it could happen. So that's where I'm at. And, and I'm sorry that I know this is difficult news for you to hear. It was very difficult for me to, to understand, but I want to be the greatest rock star of all time. <laughs> we, we cut to nine months later in the, the pregnancy at the hospital and um, <laughs> the doctor comes out to Fred Durst. Um, Fred, you're the father. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Yeah. The, Congratulations. So let me just first say you had three healthy kids. Oh, um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. They look great, but they, they have not stopped crying. And, and uh, I, I think they just need a father figure right now. So if you wouldn't mind coming, your, your wife is good. She's, she's uh, under some heavy duty uh, <laughs> okay. uh, painkillers right now, but I'm going to give you $50 and okay. whatever you got to do to comfort them, to get them. If you got to get some formula, if you got to get some toys, uh, if you want to take them to Disneyland, whatever you got to do uh, uh, that I'm going to give you $50 and I want you to handle this because, because as much as I want to, I want to want to comfort my kids and be a father to them. Um, I made a promise to a therapist long ago. Uh, um, and, and I'm trying to keep that because, uh, honestly, <laughs> can't you hear them? <laughs> and for 50 bucks is maybe for one, you got to that's, wow. that's a pretty, they, you know, someday $50 is not going to be a lot of money. You see an okay. army of children slowly amass <laughs> from <laughs> wing into the room that they're in. Okay. Oh, doc, doc. You got to comfort these kids. Is there an emergency exit here? Because pretty soon there's going to be a stampede and we're all at risk of being trampled to death. There is that. an emergency exit, Fred. It's me, Mr. Rainbow. I could stop all of these children from being attracted to you right now. All you have to do is sell me your soul. Done. 100%. Done. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Done. You understand? It comes with eternal hellfire. And end, end this night. I will sell my soul right away. Really? And Doc, I'm going to go hold my kids. Why do I feel like I'm getting shortchanged on this? Yeah, well, hey, that's the bargain you wanted to make. I Take it. Get on a scooter. Tutu. I'm a kid on a scooter. Oh. Oh, a grown man. Oh, I have no interest in you whatsoever. Have a it nice works. day, man. Uh, you have a good day, kid. Hey, do you <laughs> like rock music? <laughs> Me? I just like riding on my scooter and going, toot-toot, I'm a fireman. Oh, no. Is my music not good? <laughs> yeah, we Don't talk about being a fireman, little boy. You never know when you need to mace. You, mean, you might need to save someone's life. What? I'm a fireman. Um, oh, I like firemen. No. You either oh, are really? a fireman or you are not. You want to touch my dick? What? Huh? 
Good luck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze frame. Da, 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 da. It's Fred Durst. Da, 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 da. This is his show. Da, 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 da. He is cursed, but he doesn't have it anymore. But now he sold his soul. <laughs> That's written, <me. laughs> written by Dick Wolf. Yeah, Dick Wolf. Back to Harry and Maude real quick. Hey, I don't know what to do. I think I'm half dead, but also not. I keep jumping through time. I I want out of this marriage immediately. <laughs> you are absolutely insane. Look, you're disappearing. You're reappearing. You want to get lobotomies. You order seven whiskeys at dinner. You're saying that you're a dream. You you're awake. I I can't do it anymore. I gotta take the kiddo. I gotta go. I gotta. Don't you love me? Better. I'm gonna get you help. I'm gonna get you help. I'm gonna drop you off at your mom's. That's a demon. She's a fucking honey, rainbow. Honey, let me make this ice. I'm going to finish chipping off these ice chips <laughs> in the freezer. <laughs> and, and then we'll go. Okay, we're going to go. I'm going to drive you to your mom's. We're going to get you cooled off. We're going to dry you out. And, chips. you know, we'll circle, okay. we'll circle back. Give okay? Give me some ice chips. All right, here's a bowl of ice chips to chew on, honey. <laughs> Take this ice chip. <laughs> Oh, it's really right. good, love. I'm so just going to set this ice pick down next to you on the table here. I'm going to go grab your stuff. Beautiful. I stuffed the bowl in Harry's face. Oh, God. Oh. How do you oh. like me now, ice chip man? Ow, watch, watch my lobotomy scar. Ow. <laughs> ow, what the fuck? Ow, ow, ow. You wanted to kill me because you can't coexist with me when I'm in like a temporal time jump thing? You you don't love our giant dick son and you don't trust I love, him i love our son with the huge giant cock it's great i love him that's my favorite part about our life i don't together. believe you i'm so gonna much. take this giant ice dick and i am going to stuff it down my pants and then i'm going to through my pants it does nothing to me what, what is that what, what are you, doing? you will <laughs> die <laughs> stuck in my Dick, new dick. We we cut to we cut to Maud in a in the concession booth. So um, uh, I'll hear your confession, Maud. I uh, my husband was feeding me ice chips. Yeah. I'm drunk. Yeah. I love my child's penis. Yeah. And then I killed my husband with my own penis. Yeah. My ice penis. Well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, um, I got to tell you, Maude, that's pretty shocking stuff, but um, I'm just a regular priest. I don't have any sort of, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a guy that's going to give you a meta commentary on the, what's happened in your life or uh, how things have common past and how things should be treated. I'm just a man of God. Drop and down your pants. Pardon me? Drop down your pants. Say it one more time. Drop down your pants. Of course. Okay, we can end it right there. <laughs> yes! Oh my gosh, that was so fun. Thank you guys so much for doing it. That was so fun.